Another city waiting up ahead. Up. Hello and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented cat. That's C-A-T, bringing the noise. Cat, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? Weekly Fan of Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. We also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, our two shout-outs this week are there in the upper Midwest. Uh, Bloomfield Township in Michigan, a little Richie Rich neighborhood there outside Detroit. It's the location, historic landmark of the Crown Brook Educational Community and other historic places. Our other town is Naperville, Illinois. Naperville has the home of the Moser Tower and Millennial Carillon, one of the world's fourth largest carillons. Giving y'all a big cheer. All right. Alcohol is always present here on the back porch. Also, it's this time of year, pollen is present on the back porch. Lots of it. Let's see. The back porch is yellow. The cat is yellow. The dog is yellow. We did get a little sprinkle, a little rain today to knock it down, but we've been breathing dust for the last week. It was week. quite refreshing. Um, you know, I do believe the whole world is three drinks behind. I'm on my fourth martini, so I'm good. Cat, what you got? I am trying to celebrate my coach today. Um, she is running in the Boston Marathon Monday. And the signature cocktail for the Boston Marathon is a little concoction that half blue and half yellow called Seeing Unicorns. Ooh. And when this comes out, I will also be have done the local... You, Monument Avenue 10K, which a lot of people have done. We need to talk about sports backers about coming up with a signature cocktail for them. We should. The Monument Mind Blower. (laughs) The place without monuments. All right. Good luck to you and your coach and all your joggy things. That's a big commitment. All right. Today, we're going to talk about the fascination people have with hot sauce. Now, I I know we're a little tardy to the party on this one, but the topic kind of came to light to me. There's a show called The Hot Ones. And I know a lot lot of y'all know The Hot Ones. You've been watching it on YouTube. I think it started about five, six, seven years ago. But it started popping up on the uh, Axis Network that we have out here on DirecTV. And that, that's where I got curious. You're a little toddy to the party, right? Yeah, it, it, if you don't know the show, the host is uh, Sean Evans, who interviews pretty, pretty top-notch celebs, I would say, and athletes, people you would know. And they, they eat these chicken wings that are drizzled with hot sauce. And as the show goes on, the sauces get hotter and hotter. And he's had some heavy hitters on there. Scarlett Johansson, Post Malone. Post Malone was cool. Uh, Shaq was on there. Jessica Alba. Whole, let's see, Pete Davidson. Watched that one last night. 
and the list goes on and on. It's a very cool show because Sean Evans, the host, he does his homework. He asks some really cool questions while these top brass guests are trying to house these hot wings. <laughs> it's a pretty good mix. Now, he had Michael B. Jordan was on there one night. And he had like two more wings to go. And, you know, of course, it said they get hotter and hotter and hotter. So he was right at the end. And Sean asked him some question about a movie he was in. And Michael B. Jordan told him, you know, Sean, nobody who comes on this show gives a damn about your questions while we're sitting here freaking dying. I mean, those last few wings they eat are like eating fire. And you got to remember, they've already ate like six or seven before that. It ain't like they're going in fresh. Their mouth is already on fire, and then they really crank up the heat. So it's pretty wild to see these celebrities on there cussing. Cussing a blue streak. I think Pete Davidson said fuck like Who, who were they cussing? Times. Their publicists for well, putting them on there? They just, when they take a bite of it, they just go, fuck. I mean, the women, the men, all of them. I mean, they just, as soon as they bite it, they go, what the hell did I just eat? And of course, you know, the sauces are made for some of the, made from some of the hottest peppers on planet Earth which I believe right now the hottest one's called the Carolina Reaper. Correct. But that could change at any minute, because believe it or not, there's people out there trying to marry different kind of pepper seed strands. Strange, you mean? Strands. Okay. What did you say? Strains. Perfect. Trying to come up with another pepper hotter than the Carolina Reaper. It's like a challenge. I don't know. And the guy who created the Carolina Reaper, his name is Eddie Curry. Last name Curry. Last time I checked, that stuff's kind of hot. It's on, it's on the hot side. Yeah. Now, after the Carolina Reaper, I believe the second hottest pepper is the Trinidad Baruga Scorpion. Okay. Now, this, this little bastard... Is from Trinidad and Tobago. 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 Like I said, one of we've, my... we've had a listener from Trinidad and Tobago. Believe it or not, I always root for him in the World Cup. <laughs> now, you know, the ghost peppers in there somewhere. You know, it, the ghost peppers not even at the top of the list. That's that's how hot these freaking things are. And believe it or not, there's this tool where they can measure the hotness of this stuff. It's called the Scoville Unit Scale, which lets you know the level of heat you will experience by eating one of these peppers or eating some hot sauce made from these peppers. Now, the Scoville heat units, they're based on the uh, capsaicin, hope I got that right, concentration in these peppers. The capsaicin is the evil substance in these peppers that makes them hot, hotter, and hottest. And I know all you pepperheads and pepper geeks out there, you already know all this stuff. But here's a little comparison. Just, just say you like jalapeno peppers. Well, they, don't, they rank like 2,000 to maybe 8,000 Scoville heat units. 
You know, you can eat a jalapeno pepper. It might burn you for a second. It might not. You might catch a real hot one every now and then. The Scoville Heat Unit for the Carolina Reaper and some of these other ones at the top of this list are like over a million. Okay, that, that's a big difference. And if you look at some of the pictures of some of these peppers, they even look evil. They, they got like a little tail on them. Looks like the tail of the devil. You mean there's like a Mr. Green Jeans is out there just making them hot and hotter and hotter? There's no limit. Now, I'm going to say 20, 25 years ago, hot sauce is kind of, there was a, I think it started then, not just now or what, I think it was about 20 years ago. You know what, ago. when I think it started was when Buffalo Wings came out. Maybe. I just remember because I remember being in Atlanta and having them for the first time. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Something hot to eat. I don't know. I, I was working at a printing company then, and I just we had a big break room in there, and these dudes kept bringing in bottles of sauces. I never got involved in it. I didn't. I just looked over and like, what are they doing? You know, they were trying to outdo each other. They were oh trying my to gosh. find one that was hotter. This was year like 20 years ago. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, me and the wifey, we're not, we're not really into uh, the heat. Okay, we don't, we're not into eating something that's gonna. Feel as like as the lady at our favorite, as the lady at our favorite Thai restaurant well knows. Yes, no spice. No spice. But our daughter spice. now, our daughter, she likes the spicy. Oh, she's okay. she's a pepperhead. Our daughter, she'll put sriracha on sriracha. <laughs> Me and the wifey, not so much. But but the hot one show, you know, I just started watching it, whatever, months ago. Like I said, I know I'm a little slow catching on board. So, of course, it's monkey see, monkey do for me. So, went on the internet, clicked around, went with Melinda's. Um, there's, there's, I don't know, there's probably hundreds of places where you can get hot sauces. But whatever, we went that one. Melinda's, you can get like a... Five bottles. They're just the little ones. Five ounces in each bottle. And I said, you know, I'm going to give it a go and see what happens. So here's what happened. Yikes. (laughs) I didn't have to make any chicken for this. The daughter arranged the bottles in order of hotness. So the the first two were kind of mild. Um... One of them was uh, maybe like a shit, a gar. No, it wasn't gar. It was a mango based one. Not pretty. It was actually pretty good. It had some taste to it. And you hear people on the hot ones go, "Oh, I can taste the this, taste the that." But when you get to those ones that are just pure face on fire, I don't think there's any taste to it. So the wifey made some chicken wings. That seems to be the best vehicle for trying to get this stuff down. And again, I know you pepper heads, pepper geeks, you know, you get, you'll put hot sauce on burritos, tacos. Hell, you put it on your scrambled eggs. But we went traditional, went with the wings. So like I said, got through the first two. One of them was a mango base. Second was like garlic taste to it. And then got to the third one which did have a habanero mash in the ingredients. And 
it burned for a second. You know, it, it wasn't that bad. I, I thought I was I was going to stop, but I went on. He proceeded. So the next one was they called it the extra the habanera extra hot pepper sauce. And it burned and I really didn't get any flavor out of it unless you call pepper times a thousand flavor. But anyway, I got through it. Go on to the next. It's the 4X Reserve Habanero Pepper Sauce. I only, put a couple, I only put a couple of drops on. 4X. And that's one thing you'll notice on that Hot One show. Some of them on there will just take a little nibble bite. That's all they want. And they're, Gordon Ramsay, I thought he was going to pass out right there. Well, <laughs> you know, he and comes from pasty white people like we do. He also dropped the F-bomb a record 112 <laughs> times in a half-hour show. Sippy time. Sippy time. All right. On to the saucies. I'm hitting this habanero thingy. And it only took a couple seconds to realize that I was in trouble. For some reason, this stuff makes your eyes water. Pete Davidson, his eyes were just two puddles of water. Of course, he got stoned (laughs) before he got there. He gets stoned before he gets stoned. So his eyes were already a mess. But, you know... And you feel like you want something to drink. But, of course, you're not supposed to drink water. You, you can drink milk. There's some things you can do. I did nothing. I just sat there and waited for it to ease up. And it it it, it did ease up after a few minutes. But, again, for a virgin like me, it was a pretty serious test. You know... There, there's one, the Boot Jalokia Ghost Pepper. Now, this sauce comes from India, and it's got the, the Scoville, home of spices. It's got the Scoville unit of a million. Okay, a million. Okay, you got what is it? The Trinidad Scorpion again. The Carolina Reaper. So I, 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 two I little islands in the middle of the Caribbean. I don't. I, the only reason I'm bringing the up the Trinidad Scorpion and the Carolina Reaper and, and that Boo Chalokia thing is I want no parts of it. I, I don't. I, I don't want. I. I mean, the thing things. What I noticed was the last one when I when I ate. It's like you start crying. You're really you're actually <laughs> fucking crying. You're not upset about anything. And you you're, did this to yourself. You're you're upset because you you your mouth is on fire and your nose is running. It is when you see these people on the hot ones. You're like that. that come on, man. Really eating some hot sauce? That this shit. It it is for real. And the thing, this is just my experience. It, even like 20 minutes later, it's like I could feel a burn 
like all the way down my esophagus, down to the bottom of my gut. This was 20 or 30 minutes after I did it. It, it was still, it, it was brutal. I mean, again, I didn't drink anything. Some people... Some people like milk. They right? try to get through it all kinds of ways. I, I just sat there in my and just sat there in my own bodily fluids and just and just took it. But anyway, if you want to give it a go after you just heard me describe that, go what a pleasant it. pleasure! It was do curious. it, do it, I was do curious. it. I was curious. Like I said, you can you can go on the interwebby and find these things. They're they're everywhere. Um, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say habanero is about as high as I'm gonna go. I, I don't want none of that other stuff. Uh, I would like to thank Sean Evans and his show, The Hot Ones, for making me uh, almost stroke out my own home. And uh, that stuff is just—it's too—it's too damn hot. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a. All right. This week we have Margaret Chase Smith, born in 1897 from Shohegan, Maine. She's story, a Mainer. Ooh, story goes in 1940. Margaret Smith's husband was dying of a heart attack. And he told his wife, you need to run for my seat in the House of Representatives. And Miss Smith became the first woman elected to Congress in Maine, she was assigned to the House Naval Affairs Committee during this time. She ensured the passage of Women's Armed Forces Integration Act, a bill that gave women a fair shake in the armed forces. Margaret Smith, she was big also, proponent of civil rights, voting rights. She also stood up to McCarthy. She was against McCarthyism in the fifties. Go, Margaret. I mean, she did so much for the Navy, held all the military services in her congressional career. But probably the most important thing she did was she paved the way for women to serve their country in office. Yes. And Miss Smith was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame and received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And that makes Margaret Smith one awesome lady. Are we watching anything? Yes, we are watching. We are watching the last season of Succession. Um, of course, it's about um, a dynasty eventually be passed down to children. Um, siblings fighting. Siblings over fighting. The- uh, Rogue, Logan Roy is your main protagonist who owns this huge conglomerate. Uh, let's see. It's called Waystar Ryko. Royka, and in the, we're in the fourth season. We know what's eventually going to happen. Anyway, he's constantly playing mind games with all four kids. He knows these kids don't have any educational that to keep the train to going. keep the thing going, and they're not emotionally mature either. They're just ill-equipped That's and unprepared. So great. Anyway, it's the script is always good. I mean, the the digs and the little jokes and stuff go so fast through the hour, you almost have to, like, I don't know, 
rewind to catch some of the jokes. Anyway, and it's this is fourth season, and it's very reminiscent of the Murdochs. If you ever need a great document documentary to to watch, CNN's original series, the Murdochs Empire of Influence is a great one because it kind of, you know, there are four also four children in that one, and you there's infighting, and you just can't tell which. I mean. Rupert Murdoch's 92 years old. It's trying to marry his, like, his fourth wife the other week. Go, and, Rupert. <laughs> All right, and he just, can, can I finish? And you just can tell things are not, you know, there's a big article coming out in Vanity Fair next month about the problems that are with uh, Fox, Fox News, and the whole Murdoch Corporation. So if, you know, if you don't want to watch Succession, Murdoch, The Empire Influence is another great documentary to watch on CNN. And I think you can watch both of them on HBO Max. Do it. All right. It's time for Cocktail of the Week, and I need one. Good Lord, you do. It's the Lynchburg Lemonade, named after the city of Lynchburg in Tennessee, the home of Jack Daniels. And in case you're new to this podcast, uh, I'm not a fan of Jack Daniels. I'm a fan of good bourbon, and Jack Daniels is not. It tastes like something got burnt in it, bottle. I don't know what it is. I don't like So it. do you know the story about how this came to be? Well, here's the story I know. Okay. Here's another slight against Jack Daniels and their owners. All right, the crappy bourbon Jack Daniels that's in this drink all right, was created by a bartender named Tony Mason in Huntsville, Alabama, not Lynchburg, Tennessee. So Jack Daniels dudes, they got a hold, heard about the drink, got a hold of it, and, and made it their like signature drink. Well, Tony was like, hey, bro, I came up with the drink. He tried to sue Jack Daniels, but of course, the big dog won, and the little dog lost. What's your story? Same thing. They lost. <laughs> Ridiculous. They went and sued him, didn't they? He tried to sue them. They stole his drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they got bigger, badass lawyers than he did. But anyway, here we go. Let's make one. It's not that hard. This one's a shaker. Get your shaker filled with ice. In your shaker filled with ice, you put a shot of Jack Daniels, or bullets better. One shot of triple sec, half shot of lemon juice, half shot of simple syrup. Cat, I believe you drank this one, even though you're not a bourbon girl. I, so might, have got, a, I might have a sip or two. So you got your Jack, triple sec, lemon juice, simple syrup. Got it in your shaker. Shake the shit out of it. And pour it in your highball glass filled with ice. Get you like a tall glass for this one. And then you top it with what, Kat? Lemonade. lemonade. There you go. And you have a Lynchburg lemonade. All right. Today we were bumpered in by Mr. Dave Alvin. 67 years old from Downey, California. Now, way back in 79, Dave and his brother, Phil Alvin, had a band called the Blasters, which I remember. And they rocked 
or should I say they rockabilly. Dave Alvin also had a brief stint with the band X. I believe we've had X on here before as band of the week. Yes, we have. Because they were great. They had a great song called Fourth of July. And uh, Dave actually did an acoustic remake of the song. Really good song. Now, since the 80s, Dave Alvin, he's done just about whatever he wants to do. Still plays with his friends from X. Still plays with his brother. He hooked up with... uh, Jimmy Dale Gilmore. He, he just wants to jam. That's what's cool about him. He's King... also had like a battle with cancer, right? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, damn. I didn't know. Um, he King... said, I feel pretty good at times. Downright normal. I developed neopathy uh, from the chemotherapy. I had radiation treatments wow. as one of my cancer pals. Did not know that. Good luck to the man. Wish him nothing but well. He's going to be at the Fitzgerald 4th, 40th American Music Festival, June 30th. All right. He's got songs, King of California, World's World's in Bad Condition. Today we were bumpered in with Harlan County Line, which if you know Dave, you know that too. Just one great song after another. And check out Dave Alvin's solo work. Check out the Blasters. Check out X. If Dave Alvin is involved, it's going to be good. All right. We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch today. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya. Always want to live without regrets. But, yeah, I still think of her from time to time. And if she's still living across the Harlem. 